A story moment with Hansa and Dash in the city of the big castle. Get more episodes at storymoment.com. Season 1, Episode 5, A Dandy Lion's Boot. There is a tower just off of Old Town Square in the city of the big castle. On every side is a clock face, but the western side is the largest. And though it can't be seen from the ground, if you look carefully above the eleventh hour, there is a little window. This is Hans's window. His curtains are closed. Something is amiss. Flicker fluttered outside of Hans's home just as the sun came up. What's this? he asked himself. Flicker lived alone and so enjoyed talking to himself almost as much as talking to someone else. Almost as much. Hansa should be up by now. Why are his curtains closed? Flicker grabbed hold of an exposed brick and held himself tight to the side of the tower. He pecked his beak over and over onto Hans's window. Shortly, the curtains were pulled back, and the window opened very slowly. Yes, asked Hansa in a rough and quiet voice. The area around Hansa's eyes was puffy and red. His nose was watery, and he kept coughing over and over. Oh, just checking on you. Your window is usually open by now. Oh, you don't look so good. I don't feel so good. Whenever I swallow, my throat burns. And when I cough, <clears throat> it feels as though I could breathe fire. Breathe fire? That sounds like a dragon. Wait a tick. You must have dragon's throat. That's not good at all. You get back in bed, uh, and I'll get Mrs. Shorttail. She'll know what to do. Hansa obeyed the instructions and crawled back into his bed. He pulled his blanket tight up to his chin and used his tail to stretch the bottom end of the blanket over his feet. He closed his eyes and drifted off to sleep. When he woke up some time later, he noticed Mrs. Shorttail sitting in his reading chair a black fabric bag sitting in her lap. Right, you're awake. Mrs. Shorttail, what are you doing here? asked Hansa. I'm here to get you healthy. Flicker stopped me as I was heading out to get some vegetables for our breakfast. Mrs. Shorttail rose from her seat and sat down on the edge of the bed next to Hansa. He says that you have dragon's throat. Hansa nodded. Mrs. Shorttail reached into her bag and pulled out a small wooden spoon. Open your mouth. Let's take a look. Hansa shook his head and covered his lips with his hands. Mm-mm, he said, still shaking his head. Mrs. Shorttail gave him the kind of look that only mothers know and can make a child do nearly anything. Hansa slowly opened his mouth. Flicker's right. Dragon's throat for sure. Mrs. Shorttail said. You lie down again. A little dandelion root tea, and you'll feel much better tomorrow. 
Just then, Dash arrived. Mom, how's Hansa feeling? She asked. Not at all well. I'll need you to run and get some dandelion root to soothe his throat. Take Martin with you. Dash's shoulders slumped. She loved her little brother Martin, but she also thought he was quite bothersome sometimes. Mrs. Shorttail gave Dash the same look she had Hansa. Dash stood straight up. Yes, Mom. Dash grabbed Martin from her house and headed out of the tower. Dash, Dash, do you think we'll find a lot of dandelions? Like thousands? said Martin. Dash turned around and tried to give Martin her mother's special look. But either he didn't see it or she wasn't doing it right because he just kept on talking. You know, we could split up. I bet I could find lots and lots of them before you can even say dandelion. I'm the best dandelion hunter there is. Dash stopped right before the small double doors that lead out of the old clock tower. She stared at Martin's eyes and furled her eyebrows. Martin, I'm getting the dandelions. Mom wants you to come so that you can carry them, not find them. I'm in charge. We're not splitting up, and I'll lead the way. Martin stared back at his older sister for a moment. Dash wondered if she'd spoken too harshly. Would he start crying? No such luck, she thought. I'm going to carry thousands of them. You find them, Dash, and I'll carry them. Look at these arms. And look at this tail. I'm ready, and you lead the way. I'll follow. Dash let her head fall backward and sighed heavily. Come on. Outside the tower, Dash was careful to keep her and Martin close to the tower's wall. Hundreds of people were walking about in small groups. Martin put his hand on his sister's shoulder. Hey, isn't that your friend Flicker? He pointed at a street lamp down the way a bit. It was the kind that has a long pole coming off the main post and a lamp hanging down. Flicker was holding tight with his claws to the long pole and was turning circles over and over. Whoa! Whoa! said Flicker as he flipped around and around the pole. Flicker! called out Dash. But the pigeon didn't hear her, so she yelled louder. But he just kept flipping around and around. Come on, Martin. Dash and Martin climbed the main post and edged themselves out onto the long pole. When Flicker saw them on one of his rotations, he slowed to a stop, hanging upside down. Funny meeting you here, Dash. Martin, how's Hansa? Did he burn anyone with his dragon's throat yet? Get it, dragon? Burn? Ha! Mom says he needs some dandelion root to make him some tea. Have you seen any? replied Dash. Seen any? Ha! Seen any? Ho! Have I seen any dandelions? Of course not. No, I haven't seen any. I can twirl a few more times and look if you like. Dash sat and stared out onto the square. Flicker returned to his twirling. I don't get it. There should be thousands of them this time of year. They grow in every crack between the stones in the street. Flicker swung round and perched beside her. Together with Martin, they scanned the square. Nothing. We can do a flyabout, offered Flicker. There's got to be some somewhere. Yeah, that could work, Dash said. 
Martin stood up and held out his hands. Nope, not me. I'm a mouse, not a bird. Flicker looked at Martin. Of course you're not a bird. Look at your ears. They're big, but you can't fly with them. Dash interrupted. Martin, it's easy and it's fun. Flicker gives Hans and me rides all the time. Martin stared back at Dash. He must have watched his mother before because he matched her special look perfectly. Fine, said Dash, throwing her hands up in the air. Flicker, we'll take the ground. Can you be our eyes in the clouds? If you think you see something, just give us the signal. We'll head east towards the train station. There's a big field there. Flicker clapped his feet together and gave Dash a little salute with his wing. Aye, aye, Captain. And he was off. Meanwhile, Dash and Martin climbed the nearest building and then going from roof to roof and across laundry lines and wire, headed towards the train station. You know, Martin, it would have been a lot easier to fly. See, Flicker's way ahead of us. Martin didn't reply. Ah, thought Dash. First he won't stop talking, now he won't respond at all. As Dash crossed over a wire onto the final building before the big field near the train station, she spotted Flicker diving over and over onto the same spot. There was something yellow in the grass. There, Flicker's found some. He's signaling us, yelled Dash as she kept running. Martin didn't say anything. Dash climbed down an old rusty water pipe. Flicker was waiting for her on the street. In his beak, he clutched a yellow rubber boot. He dropped it to the ground when she arrived. Look what I found. Isn't it great? He said. Dash furled her eyebrow. Why do you have that boot? What do you mean? Said Flicker. It's what you asked for. See? Look at the picture on the side of the boot. Dash turned the boot over. Printed on the side was the image of a roaring lion. Isn't it perfect? That lion should heal Hans's dragon's throat. No problem. Just like you said. A lion boot. Dandy, isn't it? Dash slapped her hand to her forehead. No, Flicker. I said dandy lion root. Not a dandy lion boot. Martin... We need to keep looking. She turned around to face her brother. Except Martin wasn't there. Dash called out his name and ran back and forth down the street. But she could not find him. He must still be on one of the rooftops, said Dash. She quickly scaled the water pipe she'd just come down. Flicker met her at the top. I don't see him, Dash. The boot was now stuck on his head. Will you drop the boot, please? said Dash. Flicker did as she asked and bent over, pushing the boot off of his head. He must be somewhere around here. I'm going to go back the way I came. Why don't you fly ahead again? Flicker darted off, and Dash began retracing their route, calling out Martin's name as she went. After running across five rooftops and seeing no sign of Martin, she sat down to catch her breath. As she turned her head from side to side, searching for any sign of her brother, something yellow caught her attention, far off on the opposite building. She walked towards the yellow. As she neared the edge of the roof, she stared at the red brick of the next building, and right there, 
growing out of a crack between the bricks, were four or five dandelion stalks. Yes, Dash said, pumping her arm. Now, if we could just find Martin. But before she could finish her sentence, she looked above the patch of dandelions. Right above the yellow flowers was her brother, hanging on with one hand and reaching towards them. Martin had climbed down from the roof of the nearby building, using each brick as a hold, lowered himself towards the dandelion. As he approached the plant, he looked out beyond the flowers. He saw his sister on the opposite roof, waving her hands back and forth. She was yelling something, but he couldn't hear. He yelled back, See, Dash, I told you I'd find the dandelions. Look at me, I've got them. Dash could see Martin was staring at her, but he wasn't stopping. She looked around and saw Flicker soaring just above her. She waved her hands, and Flicker swooped down beside her. Flicker, we've got to help Martin, pointing to the opposite wall. Flicker bent low, and Dash climbed on his back. Together, they fluttered across the stretch of the alleyway between the buildings. As Flicker approached Martin, he flapped his wings hard to maintain his position. Martin clung to the wall as the flapping caused a windstorm that nearly blew him off. Flicker, you have to back off a bit, yelled Dash over the noise of his wings. Go beneath him. Flicker flew several feet below Martin. Dash tried calling out to him again, but Martin couldn't hear her over the flapping. Dash watched as Martin held on to the wall with one hand, and then using his other hand, both his feet and his tail grabbed hold of each of the dandelion stems. Here we go, yelled out Martin, and with a great shove he pushed off from the wall and used the weight of his body to yank the dandelion from the crack. Martin fell through the air. Oh no, he fell, yelled Dash, scared for her little brother. Martin gripped the dandelion tightly. In less than two seconds, he landed right on Flicker's back, just behind Dash. Woohoo! That was fun! Let's do that again, yelled Martin. Flicker felt the weight of Martin and carefully flew the two mice back to the roof of the nearby building. Before Dash could say anything, and truly she had a lot to say, Martin spoke up. Did you see that? Did you see it? Woo, that was good! You must saw that I couldn't pull the dandelions out, didn't you? Didn't you? When you flew next to me, you couldn't hear me over the noise. I was saying that we'd have to find some other ones somewhere else. But then you sweep down below me and, oh boy, that's perfect, I thought. So I dropped down on the dandelions and used all my weight to yank them out. Wow! Good thinking, Dash. Dash didn't know what to say. As he was talking, she tried in vain to give Martin her mother's special look. But now she broke out in a smile. Weren't you scared? She asked him. Of course I was scared. It's scary, especially when I realized I'd have to fly on Flicker's back. Then why'd you do it? Asked Dash. Because Hans is sick. He needs it. Dash looked at her brother through proud eyes. Flicker, on the other hand, stuck his beak right in front of Martin's face. What's wrong with my back? He asked. And everyone laughed. Martin showed Dash the four dandelion stems he'd found. Each had a top with bright yellow petals, a long stem, many leaves, and right there at the bottom of each were nice, fat roots.
It seems he'd found the only dandelions left in the city of the big castle. Dash turned to Flicker. Can you carry these back to our mom? Hansa needs them soon. Martin and I can walk. No, it's okay. I don't mind flying now, said Martin. Are you sure? asked Dash. Of course he's sure, interrupted Flicker. Why wouldn't he want me to fly him? Just look at me. I'm a flying machine. The three flew back to the clock tower in the center of Old Town Square. Flicker dropped the two mice near the double doors and took the roots up to Hans's window. By the time Dash and Martin had made it up the big rope that leads to the passageway and down the corridor of the tower village to Hans's home in the far corner of the wall, the tea was nearly ready. Mrs. Shorttail cut and washed a small chunk of the root and then cut it much smaller, almost like a powder. Then she steeped the root powder in a pot of boiling water for a few minutes. We can save the greens and petals to eat later tonight, said Mrs. Shorttail. And your father can cut up and dry out this root to store it for later. You can always use some dandelion root. You mean a dandelion's boat? asked Flicker, who had stuck his beak through Hans's window. Dash, Martin, and Flicker just laughed and laughed while Hansa and Mrs. Shorttail scrunched up their eyebrows in confusion. While Hansa sipped on the tea, Dash recounted the story of how they'd found the dandelions. At first, Mrs. Shorttail gave Martin that look which made him sit up straight in his chair. But then she softened and said, Well done, Martin. Hansa finished his tea, and Dash helped tuck him back in bed. Mom says you'll feel better by tomorrow. Hansa smiled and turned towards Martin and Mrs. Shorttail, who were packing everything back into Mrs. Shorttail's black bag. Thank you for helping me today, Martin. I already feel so much better. Martin grabbed his mother's bag to carry it for her and then said, No problem. That's what you do for family. Remember, with each episode, you did both the audio and the ebook. Put them on all your devices and choose your next series at storymoment.com. We hope you enjoyed Hans and Dash in the City of the Big Castle, copyright 2016.